0: Greetings, my name is Kaysonga, and I welcome you this Wednesday to Radio Headspace. So, needless to say, I am very passionate about mindfulness and meditation and their benefits for just living day to day. I will never forget the first time I attended a mindfulness retreat. Ironically, I was in a space of anticipating and expecting wonderful and great experiences to occur. There were about 50 to 100 people at this particular retreat, so it was a pretty large retreat. What I remember noticing immediately was how few people of color were present. And what I was really shocked at was how I was the only black guy in the room. The only one. I remember walking around the room just looking and looking. (laughs) If someone was to ask me what I was doing, I would have said, I'm looking for black people. (laughs) Now, the retreat turned out to be absolutely fabulous. But thinking about that experience reminded me of an inquiry that a Headspace member recently sent my way. They stated that they deal with feelings of helplessness due to racism and asked if I had any tips for BIPOC on how best to approach a situation with mindfulness when we experience racism. This sickness of racism is something we've been dealing with for hundreds of years now, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. I can imagine that this feeling of helplessness is probably also accompanied by feelings of anger, frustration, rage, and exhaustion. I admit that I too have felt this full range of emotions, so I want to first suggest that you congratulate yourself on being aware of these strong feelings that you are experiencing. There are many people in this country and in this world, myself included, that have actually experienced racism firsthand and on varying degrees, from the subtle microaggressions to the very violent encounters and that experience can stick with you your body holds on to that pain that stress that trauma and it can be first hand or second hand accounts i will never forget the morning that i woke up went onto social media and witnessed the horrific murder of george floyd i felt that throughout my entire being in my soul I remember I immediately had to get to my cushion and just sit in meditation. For me, my meditation practice is my go-to. I've been practicing for years, but if you're just starting out, it just might not be enough. So just for your own mental health, please pay attention to if your body is holding on to any racial trauma. Seek out a therapist or counselor that can help you process and release that stress. Other suggestions I can think of is maybe starting a regular exercise routine. And lastly, I do want to highlight the super importance of consistent practice when it comes to dealing with something as serious as racism. Consistent daily meditation practice, both informal and formal, will help in lessening the intensity of any strong emotions like helplessness or anxiety, by increasing your stress resiliency. Consistent practice also helps you decipher what the appropriate choice or decision is for when faced in a racist situation. For inspiration, I often think of those that came before me that fought against racism and oppression. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and Harriet Tubman. Those are a few of my heroes, There's wisdom and lessons to be learned with all of those that fought before us. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.